All right, everybody, welcome to a new episode of the Fresh Champs podcast. Uh, it has been like a week and a half since we uploaded, but we are back for episode 58 of the podcast. And yes, I will be eating Cheetos during this episode because I don't give a shit. But uh, today, today we'll be talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, episode five, titled Truth. And uh, we're going to get right into this because we have like multiple things to talk about tonight. Oh, we're not doing the last episode of the second tonight. We're doing both tonight, Jack. That's why I'm kind of like going through this for this one really quickly. Because I like a lot of crap I want to talk about in the last one. As long as I get to play Minecraft. <laughs> okay, anyway. So this episode is titled Truth. So the reason it is titled to this is not only because later in the episode do we hear the complete story of what happened to Isaiah Bradley when Sam goes to talk to him later, but we it's also named after the comic series that actually talks about Isaiah's Bradley's time as a super soldier, Captain America. So at the beginning of this episode, we left off, okay, at the end of last episode, episode four, we left off with John Walker, Captain America, killing one of the Flag Smashers. But this episode, because in that episode, he just stood around dazed. In this episode, we see him running away, and he's like at the subway area, I'm going to say. Abandoned, abandoned subway. So he's running away. And then he like enters this one like abandoned warehouse where he kind of just kneels and real actually realizes what he's done compared to Good question last episode. Did he slice the man's head off or did he spoon it off? We had this debate last episode. No, we didn't. We didn't. We said if his head came off or not. Yes. And I'm wondering which method did he use? Slice or spoon? I don't think you spoon the guy. I don't think the shield's like sharp enough for him to just I think that feels perfectly strong. He threw that into a wall. No, I think it's wall. I don't think it's sharp. I don't think it's sharp. It looks very dull. How is no Jack, that thing is made of vibranium. It's it's okay, okay, okay. Do you not remember how gravity works? The heavier something is, the the faster it falls. So as heavy as vibranium is, it's coming down in a person's, you know, neck which is not very uh supportive by like uh like one spine and like a ton of skin so that is going to come across it very easily but anyway we're not going to talk about how the guy died we talked about that last episode so we see sam and bucky arrive at the uh, abandoned facility and they're talking they're trying to like talk to a uh, walker like hey come on man just give us a shield because sam has kind of come to reason that he- he's wanting the shield now and so uh sam goes nah not sam Walker goes, no, I'm not going to give you the shield. He goes, I am Captain America. And everybody just looks at him like, no, you just killed a man. You're not Captain America. So they get into a giant fight. It's a really cool fight, really interesting. There's a lot of cool like moves everybody does. But then eventually, uh, like throughout this fight, we see a lot of times where like Walker absolutely goes like insane. And at one moment, he even breaks off Sam's wings. So that's nice. There goes those wings. Uh the only way that they're able to get the shield from Walker is by breaking his arm. So uh, that's nice. And then they end the fight by, like, making Walker into a sandwich. So they, like, sandwich him with the shield in between themselves and just, like, hit him. So Bucky has a shield, and he just drops it to Sam. He goes, here you go. And then... Uh, um, hmm? Can I just say, Bucky has, a, like, a bit of a tendency to beat the shit out of people who have just gone through a bunch of trauma... 
Like when Iron Man found out that Bucky killed his parents, he's experiencing a lot of trauma, and then Bucky just beats the shit out of him. Yeah. Then John Walker watches his friend die, like in front of him. Yes. Beats the shit out of him. It's like, well, just calm down. Just Get better soon. <laughs> nah. <laughs> well, that's how the doctor. That's how the doctors do it at uh, like Cook's Children's. They're like, you want to get better? Pay your bills. But uh, anyway. Yeah, when, when I went in for stitches, instead of like actually giving me stitches, they just punched my thumb. Uh huh. The oh, pressure made the blood come out. Okay. Anyway, so when Sam pick, gets up and he picks up the shield, and the first thing he does is try to wipe off the blood of the shield because that this the symbolism of the shield is tainted which we've talked about previous and sam's trying to save that symbolism which he does in the season finale which we'll talk about next episode so why would he just leave blood on a shield because jack maybe it looks cool maybe it looks cool jack maybe he wants the shield to grow a scab have you ever thought about stuff like that jack no no you haven't exactly red shield but any moving white Anyway, so during this whole fight, the music during like the but the Steve this uh, the fight, the scene where Bucky, Steve, and Tony are all fighting from Civil War, that sound like that music is playing during this tone. So that's pretty nice. So next we see Sam tell so like they like they've all like Sam and Bucky have all walked off with uh, Walker just left there. So Sam see uh, meets Joaquin Taurus again or Joaquin whatever the fuck his name is. And so he's Hawking. Okay, we're trying to call him Taurus. I don't want to deal with his fucking first name. Uh, he, he's looking at Sam's wings in a bag. He's like, damn, these are kind of broken. So Sam kind of walks out with his uh, with the shield. And he goes, hey, you want it? He goes, no, keep him. So that's obviously setting up uh, Torres becoming <laughs> Torres becoming the uh, Falcon later in the MCU, just like he does in the comics. So. Next, we see Walker is at a military court, and is, and so he, and so the guys are the senator and the different heads of the uh, different branches of the military. Are like, yeah, you did bad. He goes, and Walker responds with, "He lived his life through your mandates." And a quote from his him is, "You built me," which I mean is completely correct. Like we talked about in the first episode, now the first or second episode of this season. This is a government-made Captain America. He's not perfect. We knew he was never going to be perfect, which is why in the season finale, he becomes, you know, U.S. agent. Kind of an anti-hero, kind of like Venom is in the uh, MCU right now or like in the Sony films. So we knew he wasn't going to be perfect originally. And so this is just kind of reinstating it. And so during this, the senator towards uh, tells uh, Walker that he gets stripped of the title of Captain America any ranks he's had in the military prior and uh, his retirement, which would kind of suck. I mean, imagine if he did all this like thing for your, your uh, government. They go, nah, no retirement. I mean, like that would kind of suck. Not going to lie. Now the only thing that you got to uh, rely on is your Denny's uh, veterans discount. And I mean, as amazing as Denny's is, you can't always rely on that. Sometimes you got to. Do they have a card though? I Maybe. think they want a card. At Denny's, I don't think they're asking for a card, Louie. It's Denny's. Well, if I just if I just walk into a Denny's and I'm like, "Yo, I'm a veteran. Give me free waffles." Do you think they're just gonna believe me? Yes, it's Denny's. Welcome to America. 
say you're a veteran and you America and start chanting USA and you can get as much as you want. <laughs> just, just walk in and be like, oh, and, and start chanting and they'll give you all free food. I like that. Yes. You just, you just scream at the Denny's employee. America rules. America rules. It does rule. It does rule. All right. So any anyway, uh, so as he walks out, he goes and sits down with his wife or fiance, whatever the fuck she is, like outside the court. And so he's sitting there, and I'm not going to pronounce her full name because it's like seven names. We're just going to call her Val, who was supposed to be the big cameo this season. Or in the comics, she is a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, Agent 18, she is at one moment Nick Fury's uh, love lover, and at one time she becomes the second Madam Hydra. But anyway, Val gives her, co- who is played by Julia Louise Dreyfus from Seinfeld or Veep, gives him like a card, kind of recruiting him. So he go, she goes. You were very helpful to the higher ups since you took the uh, super soldiers here. And so uh, this could be hinting probably at how she wants to recruit him for the Dark Avengers, which has been said that the Dark Avengers and the Thunderbolts will be coming to the MCU in the future. So I'm thinking personally they're going to do like Thunderbolts with Zemo and then Dark Avengers with uh, uh, U.S. Agent. Because also Black Widow was supposed to come out before this, originally before COVID. But, uh, and so Val was supposed to appear in the, in the Black Widow movie. She was obviously going to re- probably recruit Elena Boulevard. No, I don't. I don't think I said that correctly, but I don't care right now. But uh, so I think that that would have been somebody else that they were would have recruited for Dark Avengers. So I, honestly, I don't want to see that as a movie. I would want to see that as like a Dark Avengers as like a Disney Plus special, maybe, or like appear in a, somebody else's film because I wouldn't mind that. Because I, I don't. I just want. I don't want to see a film directly on that. But anyway, that's where that ends. And so next we go to Sokovia where we see Zemo uh, visiting the Sokovia Memorial, which he has been talking about numerous times throughout the season, which we've also seen from the uh, trailer footage. And so this Sokovian Memorial is obviously pointing back to all those people that died during the uh, Sokovian attack at Age of Ultron. So obviously Zemo's here because his kids, kids and wife died there, if you remember that or not. And so Bucky goes, he goes to confront Zemo, and Zemo goes, what, are you going to kill me? And Bucky puts, like, a gun up to his head and then, like, pulls the trigger. And Zemo's willing to die right now because he honestly doesn't give a shit. I mean, he, he's ready to just die. And then Bucky, like, pulls the trigger and nothing happens because there's no bullets in the uh, gun. And so uh, Bucky just pulls out his other hand and, like, drops all the bullets and says, Zemo's like, fuck. But Zemo goes, hey, just so you know, I uh, scratched my name out of your uh, book, which I mean is kind of a little weird. That's like you have a grudge with somebody, and that person goes, "Hey, our grudge is done. Like it's over. Goodbye." That's like that's like, that's like really weird. I mean, it's like I'm expecting like punch someone, and then I'm like, "Okay, you're you're good now." <laughs> but uh. Right, Bucky, uh, then the Dormelage come up and they take Bucky. They take Azima from Bucky and uh, they take him off and AO goes, hey, we're going to take him to the raft just so you know. And he goes, okay. So that's finally like letting go one of the big people that he's had to say, uh, he's had to like let Nate take off of his book. 
So next we see Falcon goes to Isaiah Bradley again, and Isaiah references the Red Tails or the famous three, 332nd uh, Battalion, which is in the military was a group of airmen that were all black, black airmen, and they fought, and I forgot what war, I want to say maybe World War II, maybe. Either that or the Vietnam War. One of the two. They're right there in Korea. See, there we go again, the Korean War. See, there we go. Now we're correct. But uh, anyway, so obviously this points to how um, Isaiah was a black soldier in the military, but he kind of got pushed off to the side. So that's just kind of even inflicting that, that theme that we've talked about in this season before. So Sam goes to talk to him about like him becoming Captain America now that he has the shield. And Isaiah just gives him the truth, which is the title of this episode. And he talks more about his past and how all these people were told that they're getting this tetanus shot when they just got uh, uh, the super soldiers here. I mean, there's different strains of that they are trying. Because remember, nobody really had their original serum until this show. Uh, so, you know, they had to try all the different serums, which is why we had... Uh, Abomination in the Incredible Hulk because uh, Thunderbolt Ross wanted to work on the Super Soldier Serum because he wanted the Super Soldier Serum, which maybe is why he has Val make probably getting Zemo to work for the Thunderbolts and cre create the Thunderbolts. Maybe who knows? And so uh, next, he's talking about how one day that they're trying to cover up because uh, like all the all the black soldiers got caught, and so the one of the head military guys was telling another guy. Hey, just leave him there, kind of like sweep him under the carpet. And Isaiah heard this, and he, he didn't like it, so he decided to go save them. And this is obviously a reference to how in Captain America, the first Avenger, when his battalion got captured, Steve went and captured them, went and saved them, brought him back, and Steve was uh, had all this applause for him. But for Isaiah, he was uh, beaten and thrown in prison arrested, thrown in prison for uh, a war crime, is what he's, what they said, apparently. And he was tested on, which we talked about in previous episodes, and they even told his wife that he was dead, which is pretty sad. Because, like, the wife would send, like, the jail letters, and they, the letters were just, just put off to the side. But the only way he was able to escape was this one nurse who said, like, in paper that he died at the prison, so he just, like, left. Like, secretly. <laughs> Like, hey, did this dude die? Yes. Can we see the body? No. <laughs> I don't think you can. Mm -hmm. But anyway, all those. So, how did he get like? How did he get anything to see? A, how did he like get any money together or like a loan to buy a house if he's legally dead? Hey, we don't talk about that, like, Lily. Can I get a? Can I get a mortgage, sir? Uh, sir, you are dead. What's our policy on loans to dead people? <laughs> so anyway, um, when the nurse like let him like help help him escape, she actually had a ten of all the letters, and so Isaiah actually show this shows this to Sam, and so he's just kind of reemphasizing to Sam, dude, there's no point in becoming Captain America, especially since you're black. They're just gonna criticize you for it and all, <laughs> and all this. And so Sam kind of keeps it in the back of his head, but he kind of realizes that he's incorrect. And he goes off of that and talks about it in the next season finale, in the next episode, the finale. Okay. 
So we got to Sam back in Louisiana with his family. They're working on a boat, on the family boat. And because this is kind of just like a moment where Sam is just like, I'm done. I, I have nothing else to do. So he's working on the family boat. Him and Bucky like fix it up and all that. They paint it. They make it look all nice. I mean, the montage was cool, but I, I like I, I don't care about the boat. But we do find that one hey, cool. Can I mention? Can I mention one thing about the boat montages? They're so like emotion. They're so like tonally jarring because they're in between the, the the places they put the montage mo montages is either a right after uh what what's what's the USH's name? John Walker. Yeah, John Walker has to go like comfort uh, comfort Lamar's grieving family. Or mm -hmm. after, like Isaiah Bradley has to has to explain like racism in America. Yes, it's like it's like in one moment it's like we we have a deep rooted racism issue in the U.S. where they will never accept a black Captain America. Next moment, fun montage in Louisiana fixing up an old family boat. What's gonna happen? I mean, yeah. And then, and then next moment is, uh, I'm, I'm sorry to hear about your loss, but your son's neck was snapped in Europe. Okay. Yep. Boat time! Yay! So, they fix up the boat. We find out something pretty interesting, that Bucky actually is right-handed, which, on the contrary, his bionicle arm is uh, left-hand on his left arm. But, I mean, he goes, yeah, and Sam goes, why don't you just use your left arm all the time? He goes, because I'm right-hand. Right-handed, and I always think on my right hand first. And, I, and I'm thinking to myself, this man's been alive for a hundred something years. If you have a robotic left hand that's stronger than your right, I'm pretty sure you've grown accustomed to your dominant hand now being the opposite hand. I mean, come on. But anyway, yeah. Uh, Sam also no. Sam also gets a box. A Kinder Surprise box from the Wakandans, which Bucky probably asked for, which is probably most li most likely Sam's new uh, costume as Captain America. Bro, he got a legendary cosmetic on that one. It's a cool unboxing video. Mm -hmm. It's like Ryan's Toys Reviews. But uh, next, we, we cut to um, Walker. John Walker, he goes to confront Lamar, Lamar's parents. And so they go, hey, our son said that he like he really loved being around you and all that. And that he couldn't have enjoyed it more. And I mean, this is kind of sad because this guy's portrayed as a monster in this episode. But then he has to go do something like this. And he basically lies to the people to the people about stuff like that. And it's kind of sad, to be honest. When he tells them, yeah, your parents are dead. I mean, your kid is dead to the parents, and they go, thank you for telling us. And so, there's the... Ah, just hit my testicles. Ah, fuck. What? What did you do? Well, I put You're my... You're sitting down in a chair. I put my hand down, and I hit myself in the testicles. But anyway, did after... you punch yourself in the balls? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm sorry for your loss. Thank you. Sorry for your thoughts. Okay, so anyway, we cut to. Yeah, okay. Okay, so we cut to Bucky and Sam, like on the land of. Uh, it's not really land, but it's like kind of the. I want to say bayou, but not really. I, I don't know what to call it. It's just Sam's home, but it's like an open area. 
like still trees. But we're just going to call it a bayou. And so anyway, Bucky confronts Sam and they're talking about how they're not friends, but they're work buddies and they're always willing to help out each other. And so Sam, Sam finally gets told by Bucky. He finally kind of understands what it means to be black and be, and also try to become the captain America. Cause again, that's like one of the themes of this show. And he goes, Hey, I kind of understand like why you didn't want to do it at first. And he's kind of like respecting his choice instead of just pushing him to do it all the time, which he pushed Sam not to want to become captain America later, like, earlier in the season that's kind of like where he said no because bucky didn't understand but he kind of does now but not fully which i mean i that's kind of hard for bucky to understand you know since bucky isn't black but i mean i'm sure he can understand some hate you know killing a lot of people and a lot of people probably hating you i mean that's a big hate right there but uh after that bucky leaves and we get like a cool like training montage with sam and captain america which, I mean, was kind of cool, but I'm not going to lie. It was kind of cheesy. Kind of cheesy. You can't tell me it was not. Because it was. Dude, you got ripped in, like, 20, in, like, two hours. You did, like, two hours of a workout, and, like, I'm prepared. Yep. But, uh, if you notice at the beginning of the training, he's kind of, like, not doing so hot. But, like, if you look at Sam, uh, when Bucky, like, would catch the seal... He had, like, barely any, like, movement when he caught it. He kind of, like, just caught it. Not only was, like, with the mechanical arm, but he also had the super soldier serum. And like we talked about earlier, the shield is a lot heavier and it's a lot, like, harder to deal with. Unlike Sam, who had, who has never had the super soldier serum and never uses it, it's a little harder on him. And he's, like, actually never used the shield, unlike Bucky maybe most likely have used it with uh, Steve during the time of uh, the war. So we kind of see him go through this working thing. And there's actually a cool scene where uh, Sam's like running, you know, cause that's how you train. You run. If Rocky taught you anything, he's running like past his, uh, his nephews. And they go, Hey, uncle Sam, not only is that like uncle Sam, like their uncle, it's also a play on words, like uncle Sam, like uncle Sam from the military. So, I mean, that's kind of cool. <laughs> All right. Cheeto break. Sorry. And so, we see after uh, Falcon's done all his training, he kind of like goes to his room. He sees the box and he opens it a little bit. And we obviously pan out because you can't see what's in the box until the season finale. Because, you know, that's, that's just how this shit works. <laughs> but, uh, and then we, this episode just ends. And then we cut to the mid credit scene. Wow. Which is uh, Walker assembling his five minute craft shield. And he actually adds his Medal of Valor to the back of the shield, probably honoring his dead friend Lamar. Just like, and this this whole scene resembles how Tony is assembling his armor. And the thing I think, the thing I'm like thinking right now, because when I watched all these videos breaking it down, I came up with like a shit ton of symbolism that like never got said in these videos. I came up with it on my own. But I'm thinking that as uh in the previous episode, which I explained when he, when Walker did his superhero landing, that was his fall. Cause right before that, that's like when he actually lost it, when Lamar died. And then that's when he killed the guy. So that was his fall. And if you remember in Iron Man, not only did he assemble this, the, uh, uh, what's it called? The armor in the cave Walker. And, but, uh, Tony was like a douche in the beginning of the film. But then later in the film, he realizes how to become a nice guy how to actually become a hero. 
And so Walker right now has had his fall, just like Tony. He's fallen. Like I, I would say compare, like he just ha had an explosion happen to him in the Jeep and he has his heart like exploded or something. And so now he's here in his own cave of his own making, assembling a new shield, a new identity for himself, the U.S. agent, which is kind of like a phoenix rising from the ashes, which I think is a pretty cool idea, and I like the concept of it. And I wish they could have worked a little more on U.S. agent in the season finale, like make him a little, like make him get a little more redemption, because I feel like it was kind of rushed a little bit. But if they bring him back in the next project, that's what I want them to work on a little more. Showing that he actually is a hero in his own right. But because uh, I, I, I really enjoy him as like an anti-hero. But that was the end of this episode. What did you guys think of this episode, Jack? Yeah? I never put my hand. Now I'm confused. I'm wondering if he got not only, not only uh, like cut or spooned, but if he got forked. What? Why do you keep asking this question, Jack? I, I misread. You're sitting. Oh my god! All right, Louie, what did you think about this episode? Uh, I liked it. Mhm, mm mhm. Mm uh, I liked it. It was pretty cool. Uh, they training montage is probably probably a little bit too short for him to like totally master the shield for the next episode. Mhm. Mm but I, I and then I, I didn't like the tonal I didn't like the tonal shifts from. We have a lot the from like racism is a problem and your child has died to fun yacht time. But <laughs> he hits on Sam's sister. <laughs> yeah, I mean you you don't like that? I mean, okay. Uh, Javier, who is now silent because he thinks he is a bad. His name is not Javier. No, no, we can't say that. No, okay, Javier, what do you think of this episode? No, it's Javier. Uh, oh, okay. I I was seeing it, but. Uh, Sounds good. You are a bitch. Like You're an absolute bitch. <laughs> that's why we call him. Josh, that's why we call him that name. You're an absolute bitch, Javi. I told you to watch this episode. I told you to watch all of these, this show, but you're like, okay, I will. I will, Josh. I will. We're still here waiting. But uh, other than that, that's the whole episode five of Falcon the Winter Soldier, guys. Thank you for listening. Yes, this was really short. But I will be like in depth talking about some symbolism, colors, and all shit in the next season finale episode, which will be coming out tonight. And I think if we have enough time, I can cram a fresh Ams update in tonight. Maybe, oh. just maybe. You have a death wish? Yes, I do, and just like all of you, because you're a part of the Fresh Ams podcast. I'm sorry, but I'm kidnapped downstairs with my yeah, we're, we're, You still haven't left out of the basement. Yeah, I'm still down here with Minecraft on my freaking... Hey, I'm still looking for my cupcake. I'm still looking for my cupcake. <laughs> but uh, anyway, thank you guys for listening to this podcast episode. Sorry for taking a while. Uh, we'll be posting a lot of new episodes soon. Uh, so... We've kind of been behind on another episode because we're waiting for, you know, like Trent Bowie to appear in one of the episodes because we're going to talk about Godzilla versus King Kong from when we went to his birthday and we saw it. We're going to yeah, talk about. I was with him. Yeah. No, you weren't. Shut up. We're going to talk about uh, Mortal Kombat, which we saw for my birthday recently. Uh, Mortal Kombat was a pretty good movie. I, I think we all enjoyed that one. Uh, it was pretty nice. Pretty nice. Uh, repeated that twice. That rhymed.
But next, we're also going to be talking about the first episode of what's it called? The Bad Batch, which I we all some of us watched. <coughs> Javier, uh, it was pretty good. We'll talk. We'll break that one down. And name. then that is not his name. And then we will be also breaking down Invincible season one, which I watched and I pretty I, I enjoyed it a lot. But I mean, it's kind of boring if I just talk the whole episode, which I do anyway. But anyway, that is what we have coming up. And obviously, since Bad Batch is coming out, we're gonna be doing some more Star Wars movies. So I'm thinking, like, after we do like the Avengers film, we might do Rogue One and then the original trilogy. And then by that time, we'll have the Loki show start airing on Wednesdays. And then we can get, like, maybe start working on phase two of Marvel and, you know, just completely forget about DC Comics. I mean, I like that idea. Because why, why talk about DC? Because the movies suck. But anyway, thank you for listening. Go check out. Uh, we're going to have a new episode on top of this season finale. So go check that out and go check out our other episodes. You've been checked it out. Also go friend uh, Fresh Yams on Pokemon Go because, uh, yeah, I'm kind of cracked. <coughs> Javier. All right. Thank you.